Be'ezes Hashem Yisbarech. We will continue what we are learning. The holy letters of Tanya, letter number 12. What the Shir is in L'schus Rafu Shalema Fahinda Bastabirachal. What we are learning, most holy, magnificent letter from the holy Balatanya, which is and contains some of the most profoundest secrets in Hasidic philosophy. And when one spans through the thousands of pages of Hasidic philosophy, and you see the enormous, infinite light that there is in the Holy Torah, to see the soul of the Torah, and how it comes through the body of the Torah, which the body is the stories, the body is the halacha, the body is the Gemara, the Talmud, the thousands of pages of the Talmud, and then to learn Nishmasa to tap into the soul of the Torah. And to see the soul of the Torah and the body of the Torah become one until they're interchangeable. But to see the enormous light of the Torah through the body of the Torah, through the physical stories, through the actual interchangeability. And that's why in a certain sense, this idea of Maisa and Avoida Hatzadokah, the idea of the activity of, and the inner dimension, the obsession with. We can understand this in every angle, even in learning Torah. There's learning Torah, which is a yichud nifla she'en kemoyu. There's learning halakha, which the way the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, learning halakha brings God into the world. And then there's learning the Talmud, any time that you learn Torah, you are transporting yourself to a space of beyond time and space. You're connecting with the brain, with the mind of the infinite God. But then there's an inner dimension of learning. There's an inner dimension of learning where you push yourself to learn extra, the way he says in this letter, Ad nefesh, until you until you blur the boundaries. You blur the boundaries means that you push your mind, you push your energy. And then you unleash a deep, profound energy that you didn't expect. And then there's learning. Then there's the way you're learning. There's learning Misa of the Torah, the learn the activity of the Torah, which is the body of the Torah. Which that alone is to hold the godly intelligence. And then there is avoida, the inner dimension of connecting the soul and the body of the Torah to go through this enormous revelation of the Balshemtiv, which is to tap into the messianic era now. In 1966, and the Lubavitcher Rebbe said, and from that later on was made the famous Kuntras and Yanush of Teres which is a must for everybody to learn. 
Lubavitcher Rebbe explained over the enormous magical life transforming secret which is that now in the messianic now in the times that we live now we can live with the messianic era which is to realize that the virtual reality that we have today in the Hasidic philosophy, meaning the knowledge that we can comprehend today, is what virtual reality is to reality, which means we can tap into an energy it's going to be the energy of the Messianic era. We can tap into the vision in the Messianic era, just like today we have a metaphor of screens, a virtual reality. We have metaphors for seeing a different reality with our eyes. In the Messianic era, there will be an entirely different reality. There will be a hybrid of body and soul. Masculine and feminine. Heaven and earth. Everything will be translucent. The body will have become so refined that the body will always reflect the soul. And everything will sparkle. Everything will have a tremendous sparkle. Tremendous vitality. And both inward and outward, every single thing in the world will be just like the water fills the seabed. So too, the world will be permeated with a new intelligence, with an enlightenment, with a new heartbeat, with a tremendous harmony, a feeling, and a tremendous sense of unity and interconnectedness and revelation, and an infinite, indescribable clarity. Just like a Kriyas Yamsuf when we said, Zekeli van Veyu, this is God, the whole Jewish nation, instantly sang us Yoshir. So too in the Messianic era, there will be an interconnectedness. There will be a revelation and a revolution where all the mystical, all the infinite, indescribable things will come into visualization. They will not only be understood, they will not only be felt, but they will be visualized. They will also be understood. They will also be felt with complete clarity, but they will also be visualized. Visualized with your own eyes. You can see it, you can touch it, you can experience it. That type of experience is indescribable. The Holy Balatanya says in this letter with this, with Hasidic philosophy, you can make this now. You can touch this experience. And when you've touched it, you know it. And when you know it, you know that there's nothing you can say about it. It is indescribable. And I've spoken to people who have taken these shiurim. And they've made it their life's obsession. And they've told me that they have experienced what means compassion. They couldn't understand what we are talking about. 
until they're obsessed on compassion and they've touched the beginning of compassion. And they've said, now I know what you mean. That there's no way to talk about it. It's either you're drinking water or you're talking about water. There are two different realities. To drink water is to quench your thirst and to fill your organs with the water and to get refreshed by the water and to taste the water and to get transformed by the vitality of the water. But it's an indescribable experience, the drinking water. But that's just a metaphor for compassion. To touch the messianic error. To have that type of clarity. Where everything makes sense. We internally are living in a different dimension. That is what he says in this letter. That's why we don't leave this letter alone for so long. Because he says it's real. It's a real thing. It's a revolution of this generation to make that much more real than ever because we are so close to the messianic era. We could see it with technology. We could see it with the darkness. Just like when you polish silver, the Holy Balatanya explains that right before you're ready to take the towel and remove the polish, the black polish, the darker the silver gets, the more have you separated between the silver and its dirt. That's what he says in this letter. The clarity of compassion is that there's a complete clarity of the dirt in your soul, the trauma in your soul, the negativity, the ego, and the core of who you are. And that space, body and soul, and evil all make peace. Where evil disintegrates, Evil is obliterated. It goes deep under the water. And body and soul are interchangeable. And it's an indescribable experience. But the Holy Lubavitcher Rebbe, when he spoke about this, in Hanukkah and Yutes Kislev Tov in 1966, he said the beginning of the Messianic era, to make the messianic era real. He also spoke about it in Tavshin Lamed in Hanukkah. To make this real means to learn these concepts, to learn Hasidic philosophy now, is to be able to privately, individually, to usher in your own messianic era. We're in exile now, you will have the glasses will be at miniature glasses because the whole world's not in the same unity. The whole world is not as interconnected as you are. And when we're going to have 15 million Jewish people interconnected with each other as one unit, that will be the most magical thing in the world. And in that space, there will be an undescribable, unimaginable revelation from God because the unity, the Yishkaner Hashem, God, blessed be He, the energy of the world, the neshama, all the neshamas, will come deep into the world when 15 million people are in a transcendental space, when they are completely refined, when all the Jewish people representing different organs of this one unit will allow God deep into their consciousness.
and they will reveal them deep into the core. It's much more profound than experiencing this individually. And this is a tremendous clarity. But to have it on your own now means to engage in the avoid of Torah. In this letter, he says, Maisa and Avoida, but he talks about it in Torah, Avoida and Gemilis Chasodim. He talks about it from the right side, from the left side, and from the middle. In the right side, he's talking about just giving charity. And there's two ways you can just give charity. You can give charity obsessively, which means to give much more than you imagined. And that is the avoider of tzedakah, pure tzedakah, without any feeling, without anything. Obsessive tzedakah. Not even obsessive compassion. Obsessive tzedakah. And that is the most magical thing in the world. And if you do that, you have a tremendous sense of revelation on your soul. And you bring God deep into the world. You make peace with the poor man. You bring an overwhelming energy into this world. But that revelation will be only seen clearly in the Messianic era. But then there's Maisa Tzedakah. Maisa Tzedakah just means to do Tzedakah. Anytime. It could be the whole day. It could be one moment in time. But in that space that you're doing Maisa Tzedakah, you're bringing God into this world even though it's not as an internal. It's not as eternal and as internal as doing avoid, as doing obsessively, as pushing yourself. But nonetheless, you're making peace with the energies in the world. You're introducing a harmony. You're introducing God's energy. You're bringing in tremendous energy and life force and vitality that's going to be revealed in the Messianic era when we have eyes to see what we have accomplished in this world. Just like when a mother is pregnant with a child and there's certain foods that she eats and activities that she does that extrapolate certain organs and bring the soul of the child, of the seed of the child deep into the body and develop it. And only when the child is born later on do we witness what does it mean a new birth, a new child, new life? So too is in charity when we actually give to another person, even if it's activity-wise. We are bringing in a new revelation into this world, which we cannot see it because it's covered by the womb. It's covered by the darkness of this world. But the Messianic era is the birth, a new birth of a new consciousness, a new idea of seeing the soul come deeply into the body. We are doing this now as creators. We are doing this now as partners with the divine. And that's what we have to understand, this enormous idea of chesed. Chesed is on my right side. If I do chesed, activity-wise, I'm giving charity. One coin, a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. That's called maisa. Then he says, avoid obsession of compassion means don't stop giving, push yourself way more than the nature of your compassion, way more than the nature of your kindness. And in that space, you, you tip the boundaries, you push the limit, you overwhelm the vessels, you overwhelm the natural way of this world, you bring down God deep into this world. So beginning it happens with you, where the messianic era becomes real in your life. 
And then it brings goes into the rest of the universe, but we cannot fully see it the way you see it in your own consciousness. But in Messianic era, you will see what you've done through your obsession. You will see all the radical change you've made in the world. And then he says there is also the left side, which is the tefillah, praying to God, surrendering yourself. You're surrendering through regular prayer, myself prayer, the body of prayer, but then there's the soul and body of prayer all the time, pushing each other, pushing the boundaries, blending soul and body, praying to the point that it's beyond your natural nature. You're surrendering your soul in prayer. Which is an enormous idea. Which in that space, when you push yourself to the limit in prayer, you make a revolutionary change in the world, but we don't see it right now. Other people experience it. Because you could pray for salvation. And you could pray like the Bashantav used to go around just listening to a simple person say, thank you, Hashem. And he said, the enormous pleasure that God has, the enormous Revolution, the way the Holy Balatanya explains in Tanya, in the Holy Letters, that when you pray, you change destiny. If you push yourself to the limit, if you believe that God's listening to you, instead of complaining as the woman of God, the collective consciousness, which we we were always saying we don't have enough, but instead to bless God, to make halal, to bless God, which is the feminine version, coming in touch with the positive, which is a woman complimenting your husband, which is the most magical thing in the world. For a man to compliment is easy. For a man to give detailed compliments is hard. For him to listen to his wife. And God says, I want to give you intimately. I want to compliment you detail. I want to amplify your details. I want to give you intimately. But who's going to move first? You think it's me, it may be me, and it's me most of the time, but how will I come deep into you? If you open yourself up to me, I will come much deeper in, I will bring the deepest part of me, but that I can't do on my own, because you're Malchus, you are making me real. Just like I can't make a child with my seed. A man says, God says the same thing, I brought my life into this world, I brought the soul of all the world, of the worlds into this world, but to make it real, to bring it deep into you, to bring a new birth, to refine this world, to bring in the heaven and the earth, to bring the rain and the dew deep into the ground, to break the magical creativity of birth, of a new orange, of a luscious fruit. I don't know how to do that. I gave that to you. It's Almeinu Dmuseinu. I hold the energy. You make that energy real. You, the woman of God, the feminine version, you make that real. So when you pray, when you speak positively to me, when you compliment me, when you open yourself up, when you compliment each other, when you're in a space of creators, when you're in a space of giving, when gvura becomes chesed, then my chesed becomes gvura, then I will narrow myself down to you, I will become so miraculous, I will become so invested. It's only the woman that can extrapolate the organs of the seed. It's only the woman that can bring the soul deep into the seed. It's only the woman that has the ability to seduce her husband psychologically and physically. 
It's only the woman that has the ability to make her man real, to make that real. That is the Jewish nation. We make God real in this world. Where is God? Wherever you let him in, you bring him in, he'll come deep and radically transform your life. The Holy Lubavitch should have explained, this is only capable now. We're only capable of that now. In the Messianic era, the child will be the way we cultivated him in the nine months. In 10 months, a man produces seed that takes him 10 weeks, 63 or 70 days, depending if it's nine or 10. Nine energies or 10 energies, but it's 10 weeks, 10 weeks of seven, 10 spheroids, 10 energies. But it's 10 weeks, 10 times seven. But a woman needs 10 months to cultivate that energy. 10 months, she's four times. She will amplify it. Her bina, her gvura, her hoiden, her malchus. Four times she needs as much. But the child that's created is just as much as the mother's egg, just as much as the mother's energy, just as much as the mother, what she's going to put in in those nine months. If she, God forbid, takes drugs, child will come out autistic. The child will come out deformed. Now we know that's not the case with the Jewish nation because we have the history in front of us. But the revolution that we make now in the last moments of Gullus is the final transformation in this child, in this new birth of consciousness. We can make this real now if we obsess on the Torah. But not just the Torah, the Torah is Achsidus. The secret of the messianic era to obsess on it, to make this your life's mission. It means to transform the revelation. The Holy Lubavitch Rebbe 1970 and Hanukkah said, Rani Vesimchi spoke this transcendental discourse where he said, what we are going to see in the messianic era is dependent on what we reveal now, how we obsess on it now. And that is the enormous contribution of a woman's health. What she does to bring her child. Like Bathsheba, who gave birth to Shloim Melech, she was desperately interested in being intimate with Shloim Melech during the nine months, with Davra Melech during the nine months, because she wanted that unity, that connection, to bring the spirit of David deep into Shloim, who was about to be born. Which spiritually speaking, that is to be connected with the divine, to bring the soul, the seed, to refine it, to make it, to be mezakechet, halo asamata, to refine the feminine nature, to be in a space of constant transformation, extrapolation, birthing, to bring the soul deep into the body and transcend the body and allow the body to refine itself so the organs could extrapolate and cook that revelatory, that tremendous godly energy that's coming into the child. Because only the woman can make that child. She makes a real new birth, a brand new baby. She holds that baby in her arm when it's given, when it gives birth. Because she made it. We can live with the reward. You know what it means to live with the reward? When you hold that baby in your hands, when you give birth, the man can't appreciate it the way the woman does because she gave birth to that. Jewish nation, a few thousand years of working to bring that new energy, the new world order, 
to bring paradise into this world. It's the most magical thing in the world to make paradise real. Intimacy is a wonderful thing, but intimacy doesn't come close to new creation. The beginning, the seven days of creation, there was a tremendous intimacy, the seventh day. But that doesn't come close to what we are doing now. We are creating a new world order, 7,000 years, 6,000 years. We work, and on the 7,000, we reap the reward. There's a new birth, there's a rest, there's a tremendous new revolution soul and body. We are the body is so refined that it expresses the soul. And this is a tremendous sense of unity of husband and wife. If there was a tremendous purity, the child is entirely different. But God says, I cannot do it on my own. I provided the seed, but then for me, for my energy, for my life force to come deep into the world, that's up to you. The woman is doing the pregnancy for nine months. But the deeper she's unified with her husband, the more she is in touch with the spirituality, the more she's in touch with the holistic, with the purity, the more the pregnancy is a spiritual one. Even in physical life, the more the pregnancy is about recognizing that my child is learning tighter the whole entire time in the womb. If a woman is in a holy state, then she gives birth to a child like Shmuel Novi, And then she, that child sits in the Holy Beis Amikdash. Depending on what type of work you do, that's what type of child you're going to have. And that's what he says, The revolution that we're going to have is, it's up to you and me. We make this real now. This energy is what we're going to have in the future. We can't even understand it. It's only a metaphor of a, a woman with pregnancy. But this is the most magical thing in the world to understand that right now, to live with the messianic era, to touch compassion once in life, to understand the interchangeability of soul and body, giving from the soul to the body, body to the soul, how it extrapolates. Do you understand? The more the soul enters the body, the more the organs become ready. The eyes are now able to see. They will become to see when in the, in the birth of a child. The brain will be able to think. Who makes that? The father? The father gave the potential for it. The mother makes that happen in the nine months of pregnancy. We will be able to see. There will be a new earth. There will be a new creation. The creation of the feminine womb, which is the work of the Jewish nation for 6,000 years. But to realize that the birth is dependent on us what that birth is going to look like, what that refinement is going to happen. That is dependent on what we bring into this world now. To make God real now in my life, to make compassion my obsession, to understand that I want a child so vibrant that I'll do everything in my power. I want a new world order, a new identity. We are body of the world. Is totally revealing the tremendous energy of God, which means to give birth to a Yanuka, to give birth to a child that already in the birth, you will see that the child's fully developed, which is the ultimate 
to have a generation that's Kulei Zakai come tremendously transformed, which through a few Jews deciding to be obsessed with compassion, they will radically change the world, radically speed up the pregnancy, radically change the consciousness of that new birth. And to understand this enormous obligation that me and you both have to radically be obsessed with compassion, to make it real in my life now, and not just to use that then for myself, but to try to share it with other people, to be kind all the time, to realize that I'm here for you, I'm here for my spouse, I'm here for my children, I'm here for everyone around me. To be in that space all the time is the most magical thing in the world, to be the creator of this new birth that's about to happen, and to live with that child, to see that I made this child, this is my child, which is a new creativity. And that is the avoid that Tzedakis talk about, the obsession with compassion. And that's why he says over here, and this is what the Lubavitcher Rebbe explains, that the future is now. It's dependent on what me and you do. We will live with our own futures. No one else can do it for us. If we want to live superficially, we want to live internally, vitality, creatively. To be the creator of the world, to create your destiny now. And to do that, it's the most infinite transformative thing and it will live on forever. And you will live with what you have. And what you have is the ability to create the new world, create and to put the infinite potential of God deep into the world where you and God, the world and heaven become one and we unleash and we reveal a paradise on earth. That is going to be the messianic era. And to dwell on this and imagine it is to make it real today because then it will become your obsession. And when this becomes your obsession, you will touch compassion. You will not be able to talk about it, but the experience alone will make it all worth it.